Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, president of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Hey, welcome to Israel and You. A few days ago, we had the joy of celebrating the 4th of July, and, and as grateful Americans, uh, we love our country, we pray for our country, and I'm grateful to be an American, and I know that you are as well. I love this country for many reasons, one of which is because it has sheltered the Jewish people in a world filled with violence towards Jews outside of these shores. During the American Revolution, there were about 2,000 Jews living in America. They were mostly the descendants of the Jews from Spain who had been cast out of that country in 1492. Unlike the Jews living in Europe, our Jewish American ancestors did not have to fight for emancipation politically or civilly. In the founding of this great country, Jews were celebrated rather than persecuted. In August of 1790, our first president, George Washington, visited Newport, Rhode Island and was presented a letter of sincere gratitude from the Jewish congregation of Newport. And the letter read in part, Deprived as we heretofore have been of the individual rights of free citizens, we now with a deep sense of gratitude to the Almighty behold a government erected by the majesty of the people, a government which to bigotry gives no sanction, to persecution no assistance, but generously affording to all liberty of conscience and immunities of citizenship. George Washington replied to the Jewish congregation of Newport in a letter of his own and stated in his closing paragraph, may the children of the stock of Abraham who dwell in this land continue to merit the and enjoy the good will of the other inhabitants. Well, everyone shall sit under his own vine and fig tree, and there shall be none to make him afraid. America from its early beginnings has gracefully hosted Jewish people. For this, I'm really, truly grateful to be an American citizen. During the Holocaust, while Europe brutally, beastly, and cheerfully annihilated six million Jews, American Jews remained safe in the cradle of the American Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Declaration of Independence. But as we all know, Things are changing, and right now in America, there is an Islamic jihad of sorts that is rising against the Jewish people from sea to shining sea. And the chant of many college campuses today is, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And what they're saying is, we're going to ethnically cleanse all Jews from the Holy Land. So hatred is rising. Our organization, Israel Team Advocates International, we work on college campuses to push back against this narrative. There's a 70% decline of support for Israel and the Jewish people within our own evangelical uh, community of, of young evangelical millennials across America. So what is it about this small group of people, the Jews, a small fraction of the world's population that can unite the far left and far right, rich and poor, religious and anti-religious in opposition 
to them. Generally speaking, Jewish hatred historically has been directed towards the values of Judaism. It was Judaism that brought the concept of a God-given universal moral law into the world, and the Jews carry the burden of God in history, and for this they have never been forgiven. And so today Israel once again stands at the crossroads as her enemies rage against her. Sadly, within our own Congress, there are voices calling for the support of Israel's sworn enemies, while others are even calling for Israel's destruction. Imagine this coming from the voices of our own Congress in Washington, D.C. The alarming rise of anti-Semitism in our world today is contagious. In America, it's becoming the norm for some sports figures, musicians, and Hollywood stars to tweet anti-Semitic Every 83 seconds, a new anti-Semitic message is posted on social media. More than half of religious hate crimes in America are against the Jewish people. Three-fourths of Jews, uh, Jewish students on American college campuses have witnessed anti-Semitic acts on their campuses. A multitude of angry anti-Semites are attempting to smother the voices of the younger Jewish generation through fear and intimidation. Just a few weeks ago, the United States Jewish Engagement Director, David Kayak, tweeted out to the Jewish community, it pains me to say this, but if you fear for your life, or physical safety, take off your kippah and hide your stars of David. Where's the moral courage in that statement? Anti-Semitism succeeds when Jews are forced out of the public arena. The objective is to isolate and weaken Jews, making them defenseless. Historically, once the Jewish people have been forced into compliance, they become easy prey. And this is why we as Christian people must stand with the Jewish people and say never, never again. And we must defend our Jewish friends in this dark time of rising anti-Semitism. In Luke twenty-one twenty-three, Jesus is talking about the last days. And he's talking about Jerusalem and the Jewish people of the last days. And here's what he says, Luke 21, 23. For there will be great distress upon the earth and great wrath against this people. He's talking about the Jewish people. And so we must move beyond just an affinity for the land of Israel. And we must have a deep love for our Jewish friends. Paul said, for the sake of the fathers, we love them. And so think about it. The Jewish people have brought the covenants, the promises, and ultimately uh, the Jewish Messiah, the Christian Messiah, our Messiah, Jesus. And we must move beyond an affinity for Israel, and we must with the Jews, stand in solidarity. The Jews were forced to wear the star of David, the yellow star, during the Holocaust. And the question is, who will be willing to lay their, down their lives for Jewish people in this time of, of moral darkness? We must have moral courage in these days. And on June 24th in Boston, Massachusetts, there was an anti-Israel event in downtown Boston in front of the Anti-Defamation League. It was led by the Students for Justice of Palestine uh, from the University of Massachusetts, Boston. And someone once said, evil prevails when good people do nothing. And there was someone that did something, and it's our friend who's with us today, Dexter Van Zyl. 
Dexter is the Shulman Research Fellow for the Committee of Accuracy in Middle East Reporting and Analysis, known as CAMERA. His work is focused on anti-Israel propaganda. He has played a major role in countering misinformation and refuting anti-Semitic propaganda broadcast in the United States. His articles have appeared in the Jerusalem Post, the Boston Globe, Jewish Political Studies Review, the Algemeran, and the Jewish News Syndicate known as JNS. And our friend Dexter, he wrote a book in Israel Team's new book, The Alarming Rise of Anti-Semitism and What Can Be Done to Stop It. His chapter is entitled, A Call to Young Men to Stand with the Jewish People. Now, Dexter, he's not Jewish, but he was at this event simply as a journalist recording what was being fomented against the Jews in America and in the Middle East, and something drastic happened to Dexter. He was attacked, and so he's here with us today to tell us about what happened, and I I pray myself and for you as our Christian audience that if ever challenged like this uh, to hate Jewish people, that you would stand with moral courage and that I would stand with moral courage as our friend Dexter, who's a solid Christian believer, as he stood with moral courage in Boston, Massachusetts, just two weeks ago. So, Dexter, welcome to Israel and you. And can you just tell us what happened on that day? Sure. Uh, what happened was is that there was a, or like you said, there was an event organized by Students for Justice in Palestine. It's the UMass Boston chapter. It's a registered. Uh, it's an organization that's registered with the student government at that school and. Uh, the uh, UMass system collects funds on behalf of the student government, and the student government distributes money to this organization. And so I went to basically kind of document what they were going to say. They, the, the rally started at the steps of the State House and then was going to move, as it turned out, to both the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, and also the, their offices and, and the, also the Jewish Community Relations Council office in Boston. And it was basically a repeat of an event called the Day of Rage that took place on July 1st, 2020, where wow. they did the same thing. And uh, essentially, this isn't, if you want to protest Israeli policies, the rule, or, you know, basically the tradition has been, okay, you go out in front of the Israeli consulate in Boston, you jump up and down, you scream your lies at Israel there. But what has happened is, is that now they've decided to target uh, American Jewish organizations and portray them as an enemy of American civil society and human rights and uh, all that is good and just in American society. And uh, so, and so, this is we, this, this was part of an escalation, and it was a repeat of what happened last year. I documented a number of articles, uh, what happened in a number of articles. Uh, and people said things on the steps of the state house last year that you can't say on radio. And uh, there was an individual by the name of Nino Brown, uh, who is with the Jericho Project, which is basically a, 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 a radical black activist organization uh, who's, uh, that promotes, uh, that says that it stands with political prisoners. And he, he basically sp speaks on behalf of people who've been convicted of terrorism here in the United States. And so, uh, and so I wrote an article about a couple of articles about Nino Brown last year, and he was one of the speakers this year. And during his talk, he basically complained about, he said that there were enemies in the audience who were there to basically defame, uh, the, the, this organization, you know, 
uh, the, 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 their message and to report and spread their baseless propaganda. So at this point, what I did was, uh, as they made their way to the ADL offices, I introduced myself to Nino Brown and, you know, basically and, and shook his hand and he gave me a, a flyer, uh, largely because I figured that I had an opportunity to give him a chance to complain to me directly about the articles that I had written last year. Wow. Uh, and what happened was, is that once they got to the ADL, it, uh, they eventually they called me out by name. Uh, and then said that we have a, a rabid Zionist in the audience. His name's Dexter Van Zyl. And all we are is we're out here exercising our right to free speech. Uh, but then he's going to basically defame and muckrake against our, our righteous movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that moment, then what he did was he let a chant called, uh, you know, he, and he let it, the, group, the, the group into a chant of uh, Zionists go home in an attempt to drive me from the scene. And I had two colleagues from camera uh, who were videotaping the whole thing. And I was, I had given my iPhone to one of my colleagues because he ran out of uh, storage for video on his iPhone. So I gave him mine <clears throat> and uh, I just took out a notepad and started writing down what they said. And what happened was, is a young man uh, basically came up and started to harass me and try to intimidate me. And then at that moment, that was when they started the chant against me. And at one moment, I basically started chanting back, Am Israel High, which is the people of Israel live. Uh, so so Dexter, at that point, just so the audience knows, a Zionist, when they said Zionists go home, a Zionist is a Christian uh, who believes, yeah, is anybody that believes? That, that they have a right to a sovereign state. That's really yes. what that is. Okay. And so, but the thing is, is that in this context, it, it was, you know, it, when it was on the front steps or, you know, on the, in, on the sidewalk in front of the ADL, uh, and basically they were just, you know, they were basically trying to, to drive me from the scene. And I stood my ground and uh, I'll tell you, I got frightened and nervous and, and I kind of figured, well, I might take a hit or a beating today, but it was basically kind of a put up or shut up moment. You know, I've been doing this work for 16 years uh, and and writing articles. And it was like, okay, so what are you going to do now, Dexter? And I, you know, stood my ground. That's what I did. So You you sure did. I mean, I saw the videos and uh, it was it was frightening for me to watch, you know, what happened to you. You were surrounded by people. They were shouting, you know, over and over again, Zionist, go home. And... Uh, you know, you proclaimed "Am Israel High," which means in Hebrew, "The people of Israel live." And you know, Dexter, I just applaud your courage, moral courage, in a moment like that. And when we come back, you know, we're going to talk about what you believe is behind this movement, this anti-Israel movement, anti-Zionist movement on college campuses and what we can do to to stand with our Jewish friends in this very dark time. So we'll catch you back, Dexter, on the other side of the break. Thanks for being with me. Hello, I'm Aaron Free, and I'm honored to serve as president of Israel Team Advocates International. Israel Team is a unique nonprofit organization that is changing the growing narrative within the Christian world that the Jewish people are illegally occupying the land of Israel. The truth is that God, the God of the Bible, identifies himself as the God of Israel and Jerusalem is his footstool. God has given this land to the Jewish people as an eternal 
possession. Within the evangelical communities, millennial generation and generation Z, there is an alarming decline of support for Israel. Presently, about 70% of young evangelicals are unsure of Israel's right of their very existence. If this trend continues, we are going to see a majority anti-Israel evangelical movement within 10 years. Imagine future Christian leaders in America calling for the removal of Jews from the Holy Land. Israel team cares deeply about the future of American Christianity and is investing in the young Christian leaders of tomorrow. We work on Christian college campuses and church youth and college groups to make a difference for Israel and the church as well. We mentor pastors and church leaders and counteract the growing trend of replacement theology being proclaimed from churches across America. I'm asking you today to help us in this noble cause. We can change the current trend of anti-Israelism, one church and one college campus at a time. You can go to our website at israelteam.org to donate today and stand with us today. We ask you that you consider giving to Israel Team on a monthly basis. In the present exponential rise of anti-Semitism in America, our efforts must double to push back against this darkness. For your gift this month to Israel Team, we want to send you our new book, The Casualty of Contempt, The Alarming Rise of anti Semitism and what can be done to stop it. Go to IsraelTeam.org. That's IsraelTeam.org. This is Israel in You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. And welcome back to Israel in You. And we're talking with our good friend, Dexter Van Zyl, who was just uh, verbally attacked in downtown Boston because he loves the Jewish people. And you can see the video of this anti-Israel event where Dexter is surrounded. He's spit upon. Uh, they're shouting at him because of his love for Israel. And you can go to Israel Team Advocates to our Facebook page. And you, you can view this video. It's on YouTube. And uh, you can pick it up at uh, Israel Team Advocates, our Facebook page, and see how... A Christian who stands for Israel is being attacked in these very dark days and rising anti-Semitism in America. So, Dexter, what what are your views of of why this is heightening? This hatred towards Israel and the Jewish people is heightening in in America. Well, I, I think a lot of it is uh, it's instrumental. I think what we're seeing is hostility towards Israel and towards Jews basically being deployed in an attempt to kind of undermine American society and our, our political order. Uh, what, what they did on June 24th was essentially try to drive Jews from the public square. That's really what this is about, and to essentially isolate and marginalize Jews. Uh, and that, I think, and to basically demonstrate that they have the power to do so. That's really what they're interested in doing. And I don't... and. And the thing is, is that I think what they're doing is they're punching and attacking at Jews through uh, to hit a target beyond them, which is essentially, you know, American civil society. They're, they're looking to destabilize the republic, for lack of a better word. And I also think that there's just a fair amount of rage. A lot of these people who are involved in the, the rally just simply don't know how to live properly. Uh, and... What happens is, is that they've embraced, you know, one of the people uh, that was in the video, 
uh, I you know kind of scoped him out on the internet, he declares that he's a communist. Hmm. And what a lot of these people are afflicted with is this kind of this political agenda uh, in which they can redeem history uh, through some sort of political action. Uh, and that is essentially in the Jewish people have generally been regarded as an obstacle to all of these these agendas, because anytime you think that you can somehow you know, bring about a human redemption to history uh, at, through human hand and, and basically resolve all of the con contradictions in the human condition. There's generally one group of people that stands in opposition to that historically, and that has been the Jewish people. And I, there's a book out called The uh, Blaming the Jews, Politics and Delusion by Bernard Harrison that hmm. says that... Uh, People who be, you know, and I'm kind of deploying his arguments now. Uh, people who are afflicted with these ideas, they pursue project-driven homogeneity, and they want everybody to basically get in line with their agenda. Uh, and what happens is, is that when people object or don't get in line with their agenda, say like with critical race theory, what they do is they start looking around for people who stand in opposition to it and, they, and the people who they think are obstacles to it. And that happens to be uh, the Jewish people. They leveled all sorts of allegations at Israel, saying that essentially the, uh, Israel and American Jewish organizations were responsible for uh, the police killings of uh, blacks uh, and people of color uh, in the United States. And, and what they tried to do is essentially make them guilty or portray them as guilty of investing in the infrastructure of white supremacism in the United States. And so, and, uh, you know, I have, so, the, and the same tactics that have been deployed to delegitimize Israel during both intifadas, during the first and second intifada, are now being deployed against the United States. And, and what has happened is, is that the same people who hate Israel are now revealing their hostility towards the United States as well. And that's very clear. Uh, Nino Brown's agenda has been explicitly anti-American for a long time, and he uses his anti-Israelism as a segue into that. Uh, and that's, you know, at the, the rally that I attended last year, the, the first thing they did was they did a land acknowledgement that said that we're on stolen land. And then they basically led all of these guilty white college students in a, a shout or a scream to basically get out the guilt and shame they had for being an American. And I caught that on video too. Wow. It was the most bizarre thing I had ever seen. It was a, almost a religious thing. And then after they shouted out their hostility or their, their guilt, then what they did was is that then they went to the ADL and the JCRC offices. So essentially they're using Jewish institutions as a focal point to undermine the notion of the United States as a, a legitimate uh, republic, so to speak. That's what's going on. Yeah, we should be concerned about this because anti-Semitism is an early warning sign that hatred and bigotry are on the rise, not just towards the Jews, but towards Christians as well. And that's why uh, Christians and Jews, I truly believe we're going to be thrust together in these days, and we've got to defend uh, our biblical moral values in these days because the, the world is rising in hatred towards the God of the Jews. And so what they're doing is 
they can't attack God, so they attack his people, Christians and Jews. And so we can't shrink back. And I think you were probably put in a position where you could have just, you know, stood aside and not said anything, not even been at that event. But we can't shrink back in silence as this hatred towards Christianity and the Jewish people grows ever more vocal and violent. I I was reading this past week, Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl said, Man is that being who invented the gas chambers of Auschwitz. However, he is also that being who entered those chambers upright with the Shema Israel on his lips. And Frankl was reminding us, Dexter, I believe, that in this darkest moments of Jewish history, the light of Jewish dignity has never flickered out, and nor should the light of, of the Christian be flickered out. And we, we can't hide our light under a bushel, Jesus said. And before the radical Islamists beheaded young Wall Street Journal reporter Daniel Pearl, he said this, my father is Jewish, my mother is Jewish, I am Jewish. Like the three Hebrew children who were intimidated to bow or be thrown into a furnace, Daniel Pearl refused to betray his convictions, and nor should we as, as Christians. We, we cannot forget where we came from, and we cannot forget our moral values and our call as Christians to make our light shine in a very dark world. So, Dexter, I, I, I truly believe you're, you're spot on. I think uh, this whole thing is driven by critical race theory. Um, now they're even proclaiming that you know Israel is an apartheid state. It's a racist state, which which is completely untrue as well. Well, I think the, the concern is I think that we see a softening of support amongst uh, young evangelicals uh, for Israel, largely as a consequence of them having gone to college. That's the the problem, and this critical race theory has basically dominated our college campuses. And the thing that really bothers me now is, is that, look, we've seen hostility towards Jews and towards Israel's supporters on college campuses for a long time. But with SJP's act- actions here in Boston, we see that they went out into the streets of the city itself. And uh, so we have to pay very close attention to what's happening in higher education and also in other areas like, you know, K through 12 as well. Essentially, this whole critical race theory is essentially trying to put everybody at each other's throats. And uh, the one thing I should remind uh, in the article that I wrote about it, uh, I documented this. There was two people that stood in solidarity with me. They might have been participants in the rally at the beginning. But once the crowd turned into a mob, they said, this guy's done nothing wrong. Leave him alone. And uh, I've had to emphasize that and think about that, remind myself of that. Uh, in the days since this rally, that's really uh, the you know I've had to remind myself that not everybody is 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 okay with what happened at that rally. The question mm-hmm. is, what are the the powers that be in the the state of Massachusetts and and at UMass going to do? That's the real question. Yeah, the the terrible thing is that University of Massachusetts funded this event. Is that what you were saying early on? Well, in the I think you can say that. Look, first of all, SJP is a uh, is a recognized institution or a student group at UMass Boston, and UMass Boston collects money on their behalf. So, yeah, that's wow. that's state funded money. Well, Dexter, you're an amazing friend, and you're God's man for this hour in in all that you do 
in reporting on these events to let us know what is really behind this hatred of of, uh, the Jewish people and the hatred we can see of Christian people. So thank you for standing. Thank you for your moral courage. And we're dialoguing right now, Dexter, about uh, next spring doing a, an event on college campuses uh, where there will be speakers coming in from all over the country to talk about this growing hatred towards the Jews. So more on that later. Thanks for being with us, Dexter. Thank you, Aaron. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.